Alright. <clears throat> My phone is charging. About to take off here in a little bit. Head to the gym. But I was having some thoughts. I figured I'd share them. The, um... Uh, two questions I kind of want to walk through is... Well, one question and one kind of thought. The question is, like... How do you stay friends with people who have... Uh, extremely oppositional political views than than we may have you know like how do how do liberals and conservatives stay friends when it seems that it's increasingly transparent that there are irreconcilable ethical differences i'm gonna explore that for a few minutes <coughs> i apologize and um and the second thing is barack obama just posted this thing on his instagram uh, talking about someone that he granted clemency to just graduating, you know, from college and, and being a real success story on a turnaround. You know, I wonder how leaders like grapple with the fact that that's amazing that, you know, that there's, you know, these success stories because clemency is important. Forgiveness is supposed to be a real foundational ethic for a lot of people and it doesn't seem to be the priority so these types of stories are amazing but how, how, how do you grapple with a job that comes with it the opportunity to release free people or people who have been exacted in excess of justice like how do you how do you reckon like how do you deal with that um you know there's a million things about being a president that I would never be able to reconcile with this being one of them like imagine like four or eight years like go by and you freed some people you know yay but like, you know for a fact that there's innocent people in prison when you get elected and that there's going to be innocent people in prison or, or maybe not even innocent, but just people who are very much deserving of a second chance. And, and that when your when your opportunity to grant clemency or pardons expires, that you're gonna have there's gonna be people who said please free me, and you're gonna have said no, or not even heard their plea. You know, I wonder how he reconciles that because I don't think I could. What do you guys think? Anyway. So this is going to be a super uh, liberal um, sounding, because uh, it will be super liberal, uh, perspective, because that's my perspective on this situation as far as how do you stay friends with, in my case, you know, extreme conservatives, you know? Um... I don't always, but the way I've navigated it that when it has been successful is to try to find out if there's like a real difference in principles, you know, because a lot of times, and liberals are super guilty of this, um, you know, we will, because of the obvious like second and third order consequences of an ideology, uh, you know, we will tend to hold people accountable for, um, things as if they were aware of the big picture of it 
you know, like, like we're trying to confine it to, you know? So someone having a Confederate flag, you know, for instance, um, you know, it's got this incredibly dark racial, you know, violent, uh, you know, just atrocious history, you know, but those are, that's a second and third order consequence. Like, you know, associating just this flag to, you know, it's history and it's meaning in these kind of, you know, higher dimensional concepts, as opposed to just, this is just something that everybody I know does. Yeehaw. You know, when someone is just trapped in a first order mindset, you know, where it's just all surface level, it's only how it affects them and them directly, you know, and it's very impulsive. Like they're, they, they have supreme faith in their immediate gut reaction to anything. You know, they don't, it, it doesn't seem to be a reflex or a habit of theirs to say, you know, what could I be missing? You know, or to try to learn more about something just to have a more developed version of the answer that you have. Um, so, I refuse to lose friends over first order disagreements. As long as there's no print, like, you know, if they're just not decent, kind, patient, loving, good people, you know. Like that's that's different, but if our dis if they're foundationally good people, you know they're good to animals. They love their family and kids. You know, like if if they're just stuck in first order mindsets, getting them to a second or a third order mindset would be a victory. Like they may not discontinue being conservative, you know, or Republican or whatever. But if they start thinking things through beyond the surface level, then you will see people with a higher level of authenticity, you know, because there's nothing wrong with the conservative party at its, like at its best iterate in its best form. You know, it's a good counterbalance in certain things. You know, there is a rationality, you know, like there needs to be a party of small business, like, but they need to be legitimately the party of small business, you know, but again, like at a, just a foundational level, liberal and progressive tend to, tend to be bigger governments and conservatives relatively like that, you know, they, they want smaller that's good. That's a good dynamic to have. Like that's one of the best functions of the two party system is that, you know, just that point counterpoint that checks and balances. But even like, this is one thing that I can't understand and this is going to get real polarized. So whatever, let's talk about it. Even the claimed, you know, uh, oppositions to liberal thinking, you know, it's how can we afford it or, uh, 
you know, that's a overreaction or an overcorrection, you know, is a big one, you know, or, you know, but they, they don't, they never say like the things that liberals and progressives believe in are bad. You know, they don't say equality is bad. They don't say, you know, uh, you know, fuck the environment, <laughs> you know, like that, that's not the, the strategy that they take. They acknowledge the positions accurately, right? But when it comes to conservatives, like the faults there, you know, the, you know, the people who perceive it as like, Hey, uh, these people hate our country. They hate the police. They hate, uh, our military. Uh, you know, just when people have more of an old fashioned kind of patriotism, you know, that's just kind of rooted in, you know, it was just a little more popular in years past, you know, but, um, like those conservatives are like, nobody's opposing those things. Nobody's really anti-military. Like, they hate the parts that are hateable about it. Nobody's anti-police. They're anti-abuse of authority. They're anti-corruption. They're anti, you know, having this instrument of violence that's uncheckable. You know, like, like they're not, they're not against the foundational beliefs of the right. They're against the, you know... I don't really want to call it second order consequences because it kind of, I don't want to give air cover to the bullshit, but you know, it just, it's just too convenient that like, Oh no, we're, we're trying to make it a more accurate and fair vote, you know, but it's obviously exclusionary, you know, we're trying to control how, you know, like history is being taught and stuff like, I don't know, just these weird, like, you know, to support the conservative platform anymore just means that you're getting smuggled into all this like super racist shit. That's obviously racist and exclusionary and, you know, advantageous to some disadvantaged to others, you know, like this, or just kind of ignoring real obvious problems, you know, like it's not a accurate conflict. You know, conservatives uh, seem to oppose the methods of achieving the goals, not the stated goals of the left. Like, I guess that kind of flows both ways. I don't know. Those are my two thoughts for the day. Excuse me. Uh, And that's pretty much all I got. So, I hope everybody's having a good day. Let me know what you think about these topics. You know, uh, food for thought. Love y'all.